Thank you guys for showing up and taking a listen. You guys could also find us live and in person if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, we play video games together live on the internet on Twitch. Uh, you can find Chris over there under Giver Unit Zero One. That's G U Y V E R U N T Zero One on Twitch. Myself K C K underscore S I G G G like golf, and uh, we stream together almost every Friday and Saturday. Doing random games, horror games, indie games, whatever our fancy is grabbed by at that time. Um, and when the Discord, peoples, the Discord is growing, which is great. Um, doesn't cost you a dime to join the Discord. It's free. It's for free. We'll have links down in the show notes below. So join the Discord. Down below. Yeah. This is the way below, right down here. <laughs> That is what we both said on our last date. Mm-hmm. This is the way. This is the uh, way. Oh, fuck. Um, but <laughs> I forgot to hit my button in time. It's way over there. Great. On Discord, lots of cool discussion happening. It's growing. We're getting new members like almost daily, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, new people we, coming in. Just lots good of discussions. Good discussions. Lots of stuff to talk about. Whatever you want to talk about. Um, I feel like I'm way more like... If you guys are only listening... You're missing, You're missing out on out. like half of the show right now. Go check out the YouTube. Uh, and there's links there. I don't know. We, we don't want to, do we want to link that in the we'll figure it out. But like, subscribe, follow, favorite, share, do all that stuff. Help get it out there. Um, and help us think of some more things to talk about. And you can do that by joining the Discord and joining the discussions. So yeah, hop in that. Join the discussions, they said. Um, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about the My Little Pony. My little pony, my little pony. What about gummy bears? Gummy bears bouncing, bouncing here, here and there and everywhere. On the square. They are the gummy, gummy bears. Or gargoyles. That'd be a fun one to talk about. Or we could talk about ducktails. Woo! <laughs> no, we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I hear, okay, so we're not at the end of the series yet. There's uh, like two episodes left. How many is left? One. One. I hear that Boba Fett may make a cameo in the next episode. <laughs> I hear he may also. Wait, yeah. I think, let's see, six? No, there's eight, so there's two left. There's two left. There's two left. So we're, we are through episode six right now where we're talking about this. Uh, we haven't done our normal like nerky stuff on this because there's so much shit happening right now with all these different properties and movies and TV shows and video and games lives. and life. I can I can do that without removing my helmet. 
um, <laughs> that it's it for us to nurky all the things that we would love to. Uh, we would have to have no lives, and we would not be able to eat, sleep, or actually edit the episodes to get them out. That's so, true. Uh, we're doing this one kind of a high fly episode over what's happened so far. Uh, Chris and I have talked off recording about some theories that we have um, that we want to kind of throw out there to you guys just to think about and discuss and see if maybe we come up with something cool or something terrible. And uh, that's that's what we're going to do with this one, not like a deep dive detail of the every episode and everything that's happened, which those are really fun to do. I love doing those. But time. Time. It really is time at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the time. So <laughs> this is the time. Um, uh, yeah, no, with that. We plan on going back to Nurki. It's just literally finding time right now. Yeah. Damn you, Marvel and Star Wars is with all your and, things coming out all at once. And everything. Everything. So, yeah, Book of Boba Fett. So, Book of Boba Fett is about our bounty hunter, Boba Fett, um, who we last saw in The Mandalorian with Fennec Shan. At the, you know, they joined forces with Mando. And then at the end of, as a post credit scene, we saw. Boba Fett going to take the throne of Jabba. Yep. So, yeah, that's where we are. This is all about how the aftermath of that and what's happening. Yep. This this whole series has been around that. The, the lead up to him taking the throne and then some of the things that he's done since then. Um, so this is taking place you know, after um, episode six, I, I went, I can't count in my head for a second. This is taking place after episode six. We do see, you know, early on in the series, we see Boba Fett emerging from the sand, emerging from the, what is this? Sarlacc? It's not Sarlacc. Yeah, it's, it's Sarlacc. It's so Sarlacc. basically, what, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. It's, he's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. It's, bridging the gap mm-hmm. of how we saw him from the end of return of the Jedi. Yeah. To um, Mandalorian. How we saw him in Mandalorian and that this is the gap. Go ahead. Oh, hold on. this is the gap. So this is the gap. This is a really cool time frame to do things in. And then the setting of it is amazing. Um, Star Wars has always had this like space opera feeling with like little hints of all kinds of different genres. Like there's, you know, little flourishes of like your old school Kung Fu movies with some of your fight scenes and things that you get. There's always that the gunslinger aspect of which whenever I think of guns, gunslinger, I mean, I think of Westerns, right? Right. And the Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett has a very, very, western feel to it oh 100 it is so cool i like it a lot it's a space western it's a space western and i'm like i'm not a big westerns guy at all really i mean there's some i like but i'm not one just to sit down and watch a marathon of john wayne movies but i do love how they've done it with these it's it's a very smart way to do it because of the setting for one makes sense it looks spaghetti westerny 100 percent 100 percent well and it's 
it's got that storytelling aspect of it that yeah. I'm trying to think the best way to describe it is like you said, the spaghetti Western, but it draws you in. Right. And it's, you actually get a deeper feeling for the character and what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. Unlike, you know, like some of the star Wars movies where you have two, two and a half hours. Yeah. To flesh it out. And here's something I just kind of build off of that for a little bit before we really get into this. I was really thinking yesterday when I watched this, I, I waited to watch this with my daughter because we do, we watch all the star Wars series, all the, the Marvel and star Wars series. We try to watch those together. And I was thinking as I was going through this, of how the fandom is going to be. Okay. Right. So with just the movies, when we had just the movies, when we just had, I mean, going way back, when we just had the original trilogy, we had years to digest all this stuff and to pick it apart and to really think about it. And then there was so much time between the original trilogy and the prequel and then the prequel and anything new coming out. Right. That we had so much time to really dive into it and really become super absorbed by it if we were just consuming the the visual media, if we were just consuming the movies. I mean, we, we ended up getting the TV series later with bad batch and rebels and things like that but we had uh, so much time to absorb all this now there's stuff that's coming out so fast it's always stuff always stuff right. and then we're moving on to the next one so we we get mando and we get like a year to really absorb that then we're into book of boba fett and then we've got bad batch coming out and we've got all these things that are coming out all at once that i feel like i don't get to just like absorb it like i did before um, that there's it's just rapid fire. Let's kick it, and it's all great stuff. And that's the thing. Like I enjoy every bit of it mm-hmm. to a huge degree. I just haven't been able to to immerse myself in it. To go back and watch and rewatch and rewatch. I mean, the original trilogy. I can't tell you how many times I watched it. A million, a million. You know, and am I going to go back and rewatch the first season of Mandalorian twenty times, like I did episode four and episode five and episode six? No, I don't even know if I go back and rewatch. I may, I may go back and rewatch it again. The Mandalorian. I'm going to, but I'm, are you going to go back and rewatch it like you did the any any of the movies? Like you rewatch them? To be honest, probably not. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> just because there's so much new shit coming out. Yeah, I feel like that's the us going back and rewatching all that old stuff is what really drove our personal fandom to star or to anything that was like that where you had that sitting. So, I mean, I'm not complaining about it at all. So I don't want that to be construed as I'm complaining about it. It's just, it's different change. You know, this is the change. And so this is the change. It, it, it it is different. And I'm just gonna have to really allow myself to immerse in it while I'm watching it. Um, yeah, it's just a different thing. So I, that was a thought I had yesterday while I was watching this that I wanted to briefly talk about while we did this episode. Well, it's... I don't know. It's <clears throat> There's been a lot of complaints about Book of Boba Fett that I've been seeing. Yeah. About how slow it is. Yeah, it is slow. It's but very slow. I really enjoy the storytelling in it. Because 
they have told exactly what happened to Boba. It's not just the quick flashback, you know, one episode. It like mm-hmm. three episodes, four episodes. To really flesh it out. Right, and show what happened and how he became a Tuscan Raider, basically. they That was so cool. That was awesome. Like how they took him in, he became one of them. And I've, I'm not going to lie, I've always wondered how they got water and what they needed to drink out in the Tuscan, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the desert. On and they Tatooine. that. And they address that. And we see more creatures there. We've seen, you know, like the crate dragons. We've seen whatever that one creature is with all the hands. Well, and it here's just awesome. And something cool that they've done and they've done it in a very subtle way. I think it's like, it's not in your, fa- it is in your face, but you don't realize it's in your face or I didn't is they're exploring okay so let me back up a little bit i think the purpose of a lot of these series are to explore the 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 star wars universe outside of the, the skywalker saga right right because there's so much out there and what they've kind of like snuck in here and it's they're doing it without it you just totally realizing is you're getting a lot of history of these other races and factions and groups in a, in a very they're presented in a very good way just like with the tuscans like there wasn't a whole lot about them in anything. No. And we got to see a lot in Mando and, and well, in uh, Book of Boba Fett and, and all. Like, we got to see, you know, their social structure and how they survive and all these things that we wouldn't have yet gotten. You couldn't do just like a Tuscan series because just be all like, you know, just a whole lot. And it like dialogue would be really tough. <laughs> but <Just> go. <laughs> <laughs> all the subtitles just be like random tuscan yelling but we got we got some stuff on them and we got even the jawas we got you know we got some stuff on the jawas that apparently they, they're hairy they're hairy and they date humans and so you know what oh i forgot the character's name um Oh shit! What is her name? Who Amy make- Sedaris is? Amy Sedaris's character's name. Oh, if you wouldn't have said anything, I could have told you. Uh, let's look at it. Amy Sedaris, Mandalorian. It is. She's a great mechanic. Peel Motto. Peel Motto. Peely Motto. Peely Motto. Yep. And, and which so- is weird because she's actually very attractive in real life. Oh yeah, she did a full transition of how she looks. Like, what are you saying? You're saying Miss Motto's not attractive? Is that what you're saying? Is it because she's I mean, a mechanic? I mean, if you're really into Richard Simmons's lost daughter, this is not the way. That is the way. Um, yes, but I mean, she's very. It's it's just funny how she's like a chameleon. You know, like in Strangers with Candy is Jerry Blank. She played this not very attractive lady. But she's actually very attractive. But like, that's not, we're getting these cool little backstories, and you know, all the different ports. You know, we we don't see just Mos Eisley. Uh, we see was it most Epa, most what are the other ones? Uh, where the where the sheriff was? Yeah, Freetown. And Freetown, yeah, because they called it Freetown. What was it called before there? Um, I thought it was most Espa, but I don't think that's right. That, that kind of it's because that was Cobb Vanth. He was because that was Timothy Oliphant. Yep. 
the marshal, and he was a, a great person to play him. He was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cobb Vant. Uh, Moss Pelago Pelgos. Okay, it was Moss something. Moss Pelgo. Moss Pelgo. So we're seeing all these different things. They're developing this whole story because the Pike Syndicate's coming in and running spies through, um, which was a big thing in. What was Spice a big thing? It might have been. Was it in Mando? Mandalorian? Something we watched. Solo. Solo. Spice was a big thing in Solo. There you go. Solo and then in Rebels and... Because we got introduced to the Pikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, so we're it's seeing been more in of a them. lot of different shows. Yeah. Bad Batch. We're seeing a lot more of them. We're in, But it's all focused in this really small area, right? In the grand scheme of things, it's a very small area. And but it's, it's actually galaxy-wide. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the focus of the show, like most of it. Right. And so, um, yeah, it's it's been really cool. Like, I mean, I'm saying the focus of the show, most of it's happening on Tatooine. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that that's getting explored. So we, we had some cool things happen throughout the episode. We had some characters introduced into live action. That um, I thought was awesome. There is, uh, you know, because we got to see in this last episode. Um, well, let's start. Let's start from let's the. Start, yeah, let's start from the beginning. From, start from the beginnings. Okay. Well, we know that we've seen flashbacks, and we saw who they took the throne from. Mm-hmm. And so, at the end of Mandalorian. It was um, that he shot and killed a very fat and old Bib Fortuna. Yeah. He's dead. But then we saw, um, towards the beginning, we saw Mando getting, um, or not Mando, uh, Boba Fett getting, what do you call it? Um, Tributes, I guess you could say, for being the new, is it the Daimyo? Is how you pronounce it? Daimyo. Damio, um, which I find it interesting that that's what they're calling it instead of, you know, gang boss. Mm-hmm. But then we saw like the, um, the, is it, was it the Tresidens? Is that what um, Bosk was? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was Tresiden. Tresiden, uh, Star Tresiden, Tresiden, ooh la la. No, it's Tressa May. Tressa May. <laughs> what were they called? The lizard people. Mm. People. Bosk. We could just look up races seen in book of Boba Fett. Uh, Trandoshian. That's what it oh, was. Oh, yeah. Precedent. Trandoshian. So that Trandoshian who offered the Wookiee pelt to mm-hmm. boba that was robert rodriguez oh the director of two of the episodes that's cool i didn't know that um the the droid the torture droid that's matt berry who has the best voice in showbiz matt berry um toast of london um mighty boosh it crowd um you name it, he's been in it. Uh, uh, Garth McGarry's Dark Place. 
he's got the just very deep British voice. Mm-hmm. He was in that. Um, who else? There was someone else. Uh, the the minor domo for the mayor. He's actually famous too. Uh, let's look this up because I can't remember all of them. Celebs and Boba Fett. David Pasquisi. Is that him? And of course, yeah, we he, had he's in Veep and a few. Ming No Win, of course. Um, we had uh, Jennifer Beals. Who, by the way, for being 58 years old, looks amazing mm-hmm. as the casino o- owner. Um, we had that really cool cameo for the Rancor handler. Yes, midway as through. Danny Trejo, mm-hmm. Machete. Machete himself. Um, and you said David Pascal. Pasquale, right? For the major yeah, demo? I probably, I probably screwed his name up, but yeah. Uh, and then, um, oh yeah, um, the Rodian prisoner that he was trapped with with the um, the Tuscan Raiders? Yeah. That was Sam Witwer, who is most famous for, he was Galen Merrick in The Force Unleashed. And the voice of Darth Maul in the Clone Wars in Rebels. Oh, cool. And he's done additional stuff in live action. Um, Garza Whip was um, Jennifer Beals. And yep, that was Robert Rodriguez. We saw Danny Trejo. We saw, um, they just, they're having just a bunch of people in. Um, but then they're also introducing, you know, lesser characters now too. Um, and then we'll get to the bigger reveals here, this last episode too, but it's to me, book of Boba Fett is kind of like a redemption story. Yeah. Because the whole story centers around it, you know, it took till fucking episode four for him to say, I'm tired of working for scumbags. Right. And this is showing there's a lot of time passed from when he fell into the... The Sarlacc pit? Yeah. To where he took the throne. Like, there was a lot of time passed. I, like, I don't know how long uh, he was with the Tuscans, but I'm going to assume it was more than just, like, a couple weeks. I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, I'm a couple years. I'm guessing it was years. Yeah. yeah. And... I don't know. It's it's something about it. It's just captivated me. And one thing that um, who's Boba Fett? What's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Well, he's a bounty hunter. Yes. And no, the actor. It's um, Tamora Morrison. Yeah, Tamora Morrison. The one well, who, who has who has recently said that he would agree to play any and all clones going forward in anything live action. Which would be awesome because then we might get a Rex. Yeah. But he has You might get a wait, wait, what? You might what? Oh, a Rex. I thought you said you might get Erex. Okay. I I might get Erex. Um hearing that. No. He Commander Rex. Um That's what you call it? Okay. Yes. Rex in effect. He 
he has been, he has said, I guess he fought them. He's saying Boba talks way too much throughout this. And I agree with him. I, Boba yeah. doesn't say much. And he said, you know, Boba is talking way too much, but they wanted this storyline. That's the real um, so that's why I have it. And I'll tell you who I've been really impressed with is Ming No Win, Fennec Shand in this thing. She's done awesome. She, she is kick ass. She is amazing. So, you know, it's all about redemption. He's he doesn't have a lot of people. The first people in his employee, obviously, is Fennec. And then he got the Gamoran guards, the two. Mm-hmm. You know, they got attacked by the mayor and they ended up going into um, another part of Moss Eisley and recruiting this gang of it's a street gang who modifies their bodies with droid parts. Oh, that's another the guy who um, was screwing them over for the water. Yeah. Bill Dotrieve. That's who that was. Yes. Ha! And also he, he was also the boss in um, was it news radio? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was with. The, OK, yeah, yeah. With uh, with Dave. No, no, not with David Spade. That was a different one. But yeah, with news radio with Dave Foley. I forgot his actual name, but yeah. Um, he was in office space, Milton. Oh, shit. What is his name? I can. Why can't we not remember anything today? We can't remember anything. It's been a weird weekend. It has been a weird weekend. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yep. But that was Bill Dotrieff. So he has them in his employ. And, you know, we met a new set of huts, the twins. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this for a sec. They need to get rid of the CG for the huts. I like them better when they're animatronic puppets. I yeah. understand you can't Practical do as much. effects, yeah. Yeah. But they just looked weird, the twins. Well, CG huts always look weird. And they do, but I like, well, I mean, I like how they said, you know, Grogu has to be a puppet. Yes. And that's worked out great. Yes. It has worked out amazing. Because I so, think that's, we're going to get into some, we're going to go down a rabbit hole here for a second. That That is so much of the original charm of the original unremastered Star Wars movies is the practical effects. That is the way. That is the way. To, this is the way. Practical effects are the way. That, to me, is how s- there was some of the effects. Not all of them. I'm not going to give credit for all of them, but a lot of the practical effects from the original trilogy held up very well over the test of time. They still look really good. They don't look, like, corny. like Because CGI, there's a, there's a time frame from, like, early 90s to mid 2000s where cgi looked wonky at the Mm -hmm. time it looked great Mm -hmm. but it did did not age well no the practical effects for the most part aged pretty well and that's where like you mean you've seen the the different iterations of java and through all all the different remasters and things like some of them look terrible (laughs) so bad like when hans stepped on java's tail yeah in the special edition some of them just looked so bad, but the original practical effects look really good. Right. And I would hope that they would try. And and they've done a lot of practical effects through in this. Um, there's there is some CGI 
and there's play, times and places for it, but in your big major character, like you can tell, and it just, I don't like it. I'm the same. So I'm, I don't know. It's to me, it's Star Wars is the kind of cheesy puppets that were just, but they're just, I think it's because that's what we grew up with. Well, I mean, could you imagine CGI? Ewoks, CGI, Wookies. That would look awful. It would look terrible. You okay, know, th- there's stuff that, that needs practical effects. Right, and okay, you brought it up, so let's talk about the Wookie. Yeah, we have a new Wookie. We we have a new Wookie. I love who the new is Wookie. a bad ass. I cannot his, pronounce his name. It is. It's even credited in the black chrysanthemum, black black chrys. Persantin, Persantin, whatever. He's a big son of a bitch. He's huge. I think the guy who plays him is huge too. And here's what I love about his character. So, you know, Chewbacca was enslaved. Yeah. You always heard, you know, let let the Wookiee win. You know, they'll tear your arms off if they lose. Mm -hmm. We finally get to see a Wookiee who was a gladiator. He was kicked off of his home planet. He was he's a he's a disgraced Wookiee. Yeah. And he volunteered to become a gladiator. And then he became a bounty hunter. And we finally get to see a Wookiee unleashed, like with just no morals, basically. Mm-hmm. And just the way he looks at you. Good God. Yeah, he's awesome. So there was um, this one scene in episode. Four. Maybe Book of Boba Fett. He's sitting in Jennifer Beale's casino looking yeah. at the um um the one of the tables. They were playing like space roulette or space crap. Who or was something. that? That was the it was Transdotions, I think. It was Transdotions. Um they he was drinking, he's looking at him and just, okay, the thing about BK, he's got these um, almost like brass knuckles, except they're electric. Yeah. That I think can do more damage with him punching than a blaster. Yeah, a regular so. blaster. And he's looking at him and then he finally goes nuts and he starts, you know, beating him and she tells him, you know, you're a mighty proud Wookiee. You, you know, you, you've run up quite the tab. If you let these guys live, you know, I'll wipe your tab clean. And he looked at him. And the next thing you know, they're down on the ground with their arms ripped off and he throws her some money. That wasn't just a random scene. They should have let the Wookiee win. Well, it's (laughs) yes, that too. So the Wookiee's home planet I found out is right next to their home planet. Oh, and they've been ancient enemies forever, and they're um, trend uh, the Transdotians. They're um, I think I believe they're hunters, like you know, like a proud race of hunters, stuff like that. They're kind of like predators. Yeah, and they 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 love the big game. They love the kill. Oh, and if you rem- if you remember what 
Robert Rodriguez gave to Boba Fett was the Wookiee pelt. The ultimate game for them is a Wookiee. So they go back and forth. And don't feel too bad for them about ripping off their arms because they can regrow their limbs. Oh, also didn't know that. Yeah, they, they regrow their limbs, so they're fine. But they have... Um, they're ancient enemies, so that was more than just a random scene. It actually held a deeper meaning. Okay, that's cool. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. After you, sir. Okay, that is cool. Like I, I know I've seen some more of them in, um, in a Spoder in, in in the Old Republic, in some right. like the missions and things I did on there. Man, this is gonna make me want to get back into that damn game. <laughs> and I don't need to. No. 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 I don't need anything else. And we do have a new Rancor. We do. We do. What was? The, did they give a name to it? That wasn't the one from. No, it was a different one. Okay, because it was not still, from Bad Batch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have been. So the, we we have a new Rancor, and it's still a baby. Could have been the offspring of that one. It could have been it. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know it was just kind of cool we see a rancor in the rancor pit because you know he dropped people down in the rancor pit yeah during the series and everyone's flipping out and they're like oh relax there's no rancor now there is and then now there is one well, like we said the whole thing about book of boba fett it's about redemption and him wanting to take over the throne he doesn't want to work for scummy people anymore that's how he convinced B- BK. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see more people in this. We'll get to that in here in a little bit. But so the last two episodes of Book of Boba Fett, I mean, we could. I hate even saying it this way, but we've pretty much caught you up on Book of Boba Fett right now. Pretty much. I mean, there's a lot uh, of cool little things. If you go back and you watch it, you'll catch. But. Yeah, it's yeah, storytelling. It, it's the rise. It's, it's it's him rising to power, and we still have two episodes left, and right. we still have another season of The Mandalorian. Okay, so hold on before we go into that. Has there ever has there have you heard or read or anything any talk of a second season of the Book of Boba Fett, or is it just like a sub entry into The Mandalorian? So far, there's no talk of two. Um, from what I've been reading, it's just supposed to be a one shot. So that, that's where I'm thinking, like, this is a sub-entry into the... So right. it's like the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett kind of right. thing. Like how... Eh. Well, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's... That's, to my understanding, there's not talk of any more. Okay. Right now. Um, and, and that's important to one of my theories. Okay. And we will go on that, too. Yep. I'm just... So, uh, I want to make sure I establish that early... <laughs> I wasn't missing anything because if there was going to be more than that would throw one of the theories right out the window. Yeah. And as of right now, there's no talk of picking it up, but, um, one of the other great parts of this is you you see Boba is not quite fully healed. He's always in a back to tank dreaming. That's how we go to the flashbacks. And it's not just a quick flashback. Like I said, it's a full flashback. He eventually gets fully healed. Yeah. He eventually gets fully healed. But he's constantly in the back to tank. Um, yeah. Wonder what's in those. Back to. Back to. <laughs> Girl, you look good. Let me back that tank up. Um, 
literally we've caught you up with Book of Boba Fett. It's storytelling. And the last episode, Coda called it. He he messaged me. He said, it is the most Star Wars thing I have seen in the past 10 years. And I agree with him. Because we had, you know, Boba's story. But then the last two episodes should have been called the Mando story. Yeah. Because we got a unexpected Mandalorian story mm-hmm. in this. And. Oh, oh, rewind a little bit. One major change. They renamed Slave One in this, too. It did is no longer it, Slave One. Or did yep. he just call it by a different distinction? He, he called it by what the class of ship is. Right. So. But they're not calling it Slave One anymore. Right. He didn't call it, but he didn't give the ship another name. No. But he, he just called I it think, by the class. So the, I think Disney's going to kind of let that just kind of go. Yeah. To well, make people forget about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are your thoughts on renaming Slave One? It to me, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Like there's been slaves throughout history. It did. Okay. So any culture, there has been slaves. There's think, slaves in the Romans. And is it a good thing? No, but there's been slaves. If, yeah. If they, I mean, calling it by its class in the show didn't, didn't bother me. Um, them it being renamed is not going to have a huge effect on me enjoying the content. Right. Um, their de- decision, decision to rename it, I don't know, kind of questionable. Um, but I can under, I can understand again. Like I talk about stuff from this angle a lot. I can understand it from a business perspective. Okay. Right. Um, if you're trying to get ahead of any potential backlash and things, and then, you know, they're, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's going to have a huge effect on me enjoying the show down the road. I don't either. It's just, I don't know. I just, and this is an, this is for another episode because we actually talked about doing an episode like this, but we got to tread carefully on it. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture to me has gone a little too far because now I think it's just a knee jerk reaction. You know, cancel this. I don't like it offends me. Okay, cool. You're going to get a, everyone's offended by something. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be a knee jerk reaction just to cancel something just because you don't like it. I mean, look into it. There's two sides to every story. Like, look at the Chris Hardwick situation. Yes. Yes, that that's is a, a prime example. That's a prime example where it was found that no wrongdoing happened. If I remember and his right. career got fucked. Yeah, royally. Like yeah. he kind of got dethroned from the the media empire, if you want, I guess you can call it the empire that he created with the nerdist. Yeah. And he still has a part of it in a sense, but not so much. Like he's Mm-mm. he's back to doing his own thing now. And then But how many years has it taken him to get a back? Lot. I didn't even know he was doing another podcast. I had to look it up. I used to listen to the Nerdist like daily. The Nerdist now, yeah. was one of my favorite podcasts ever. But and now we have to find something else. Yeah. Well, he's he's doing another podcast. It's the um, what is uh, it? It's the uh, ID ID ten T podcast. ID one. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so, I got to check it, that and one. It still out. has that. It still has that that old school Nerdist podcast feel to it. So and, but I. 
I had to look for it. Like I didn't know he was still doing things. So that, yeah, that was a whole, he was doing whole so thing. much stuff and that, yeah, he got kind of fucked over on that whole deal. Um, but back to the, like the original thing with, with Boba's ship, like he was a slave. Like he held, holds that part of his past, um, and you know, very close, and that, that's where you know the ship name came from. And so I don't know. It's it, I, I do feel it was slightly. It was there's some knee jerk to it. It could have you know there's there's a it could have been handled a lot of different ways. But that being said, them making the decision to do that doesn't doesn't affect whether I enjoy the show more or less. Right. Or the, no, I get that. I get story that. more or less. Um, so. We had the Mandalorian episode, which was five, mm -hmm. which was phenomenal because we got to see what happened after <clears throat> Mando went to, you know, dropped off Go Grogu. Yep. He meets back up with the last surviving um, members of his order. Yeah. The armor. And then I forget the other guy's name, the heavy weapons. Mm -hmm. Mandalorian. Who you come Chad. Chad. He's, he's you come to Chad. find out, I think his ancestor was the one who forged the dark. Either forged or wielded it for a very long time. Is one I think of the he, two. I think they forged it because <clears throat> that was the whole thing. This is where it gets kind of tricky. Because, and bear with me, because this is all going to come into play with the ne next episode, too. There was actually a Mandalorian who became a Jedi who forged the Darksaber. And I do love how at the beginning of this episode, we see Mando wielding the Darksaber in combat. And you can tell like something's wrong because it looked like it was heavy and he could barely swing it as combat was going on. Then he accidentally burned himself. To me, that's the most accurate representation of a lightsaber there is for someone who doesn't know how to use it right um the armor teaches mando a little bit about the history of the dark saber how it has to be won through combat and how you have to go with it you can't fight it that's why it's so heavy chad challenges mando they fight mando wins <clears throat> and then you know the armor is talking to them and the armor tells Chad, have you ever removed your helmet? He goes, no, this is the way. And then she looks at Mando, gives him the speech, goes, have you ever removed your helmet? And he's silent. And then he goes, she goes, have you ever removed your helmet? He goes, yes. And she goes, well, then you are Mandalorian no more. And she tells him the only way for redemption is she has, he has to go to this cave on Mandalore or this ocean that's been buried. Um, Oh, that was another cool scene too. The and caves of Mandalore. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the caves of Mandalore. It was um, what was the night called? Oh, the um, crap. It was um, I'm trying to remember. They they talked about Night of a Thousand Tears. Night of a Thousand Tears. They actually showed for the first time <clears throat> the bombing during the night of a thousand tears, like all those tie bombers and stuff, just 
demolishing the planet. Yeah. And so you get a little bit more sight into insight into Mandalorian culture and what happened because we've never seen that before. And so Mando goes to Tatooine. Well, okay. He had the armor. Let's back up a little bit too. He had the armor melt down his Beskar spear because she says that is not a Mandalorian weapon that can pierce Beskar. Yeah. A shield is Mandalorian. Yeah, well, Beskar is used for defensive purposes, not mm-hmm. for offensive purposes. Right. And she, so he has her melt it down and she goes, what's it for? And he said, it's for a foundling. It's for Grogu. Has him, has her make something. Did you know what it was going to be? Um, once I saw the rings, I, I had, had a pretty good idea. Too. Yeah. 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 Once, once I saw the rings and like, okay, she's making chain mail. Chain mail. Right. Made out of Beskar. Yeah. Cause he's a little guy. He needs something kind of light so he can move right. around. I was really hoping it was going to be a helmet though. Cause that'd been freaking cool. Oh, that would have been awesome. Ears. Yes. Yeah. But then, you know, Mando grabs that and it's now we can see where Mando's path is going to lead for season three of the Mandalorian. It's redemption to become a Mandalorian again and the so, right to wield the sword. The armor wields a lot of power in their sect. Yep. Um, I almost feel like this was not necessary. I mean, it was a pun- like what she's saying that he has to do now. I mean, yeah, it is a punishment, right? Right. Um, but I feel like it was a like a necessary thing. Like, I feel like she's putting him on a path. If that makes sense. Like she's sending him purposely for the redemption to make him not necessarily like stronger, but she has a plan for him. So I think she feels like that maybe he should either rule or have a very high position of power and she's sending him on this path to help justify what that will be when the time comes. Yeah, I can see that. Um, there's one theory going around that the armor is Sabine Wren from Rebels. She was kind of the wild child, wild, like free artistic spirit. She inherited the Darksaber and Rebels. Okay. Sabine's awesome. Like she always made like her Mandalorian helmet was always colorful. She like she spray painted tie fighters and shit like tagged them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Sabine because Sabine would be very old during, during this time period. Um, but I, I don't know. I just don't think it's Sabine, but that's one theory. Well, let's see here. What, what, what year are we assuming this is happening? This is roughly what we'd say. Um, because Rebels was in between three and four. Mm-hmm. So it's saying, like, I'm looking at Wikipedia and saying she was born 21 BBY, so 21 before Ballot. Of uh, yeah, so that, this would put her 20. I mean, she would be in her 40s or 50s, maybe, maybe then, but I, I don't know. I just have a hard, I think, if anything, we'll see Sabine in the Ahsoka show. I don't think she's the armor because Sabine was more of the free spirit and not the traditional Mandalorian. Right. So that's why I don't think it's her. Let's see. She was born in 21. Ahsoka. 
Let me see when she was born. So while you're looking that up, <clears throat> I'll talk about this. Tell me you got it. I'm, just try I'm trying to compare her age with Ahsoka. Okay, you do that, and I'll talk about this. <clears throat> Mando goes back to the planet, meets up with Amy Sedaris. Tells um, she... Uh, Ahsoka's only 15 years older than her. Really? Yeah. Okay. So there's some, some thought on that. Food for thought. Yeah. Um, she tells Mando, hey, I've got this cool new spaceship for you. She pulls it out. It was an N1 Naboo Starfighter mm -hmm. that we saw in episode one. So I was super excited about that. But they basically, they redid it. Um, <clears throat> we finally found out that one of the parts that they're using for that what the part was called in episode four when the, the trash compactor of the Death Star that they used yeah. to stop the walls. And supposedly a very hard part to acquire. Yes. And just hanging out in a trash compactor. And there it is. They threw it away. Mm -hmm. But they basically redo the Starfighter and rebuild it. And here's where you find out that Jawas are hairy and Amy Sedaris dated one. Yep. And she can speak Jawa. That was the funniest damn scene. Um. Oh, another Easter egg. The droid that was running from the creature was the one from the last... It's maybe not the same one, but the same kind of droid from the last um, Star Wars game. I think it is the same one. You think it is? I think I, I think I had read that it is the same. Uh, I forget his name, but yeah. On Fallen Order? Was it Fallen Order? It, well, I forget the droid's name, but they did mention the planet that was on there. So we might be seeing our Jedi from there. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Possibly. Still um, reading on this N1 a little bit. So we got the N1. They redid it like a... Um, as Cal Kestis was the Jedi from there, and they mentioned the planet he was on. So we might actually be seeing him. That'd be cool if we did, because mm -hmm. he's a fallen Padawan, I guess you could say. Fallen because Order 66. Right. But they redid the Starfighter. It basically looked like an old muscle car at that point because I had the engine sticking out. And she said, Here's where, you know, the Astromech droid is supposed to go but i cleared it out figured that's not you you wouldn't want a droid yeah then it was this cool scene which went back to episode one. Oh, when he's flying through the canyons when he's flying through the canyons yeah um which was a cool scene like and then you see like the pod racers where they would have been was it the same it, route I, yeah it was the same i believe it was the same route or close to i mean at least it went through some of the same places i'm pretty sure it was the same route so I think that was a false foreshadow. Well, possibly true foreshadow. We're waiting to see because they left the the you know the the hub for the droid back there where the droid would usually sit is open. Right. So instantly you're going to think oh, that's where Grogu's going to go. That's what I thought. He's going to ride back there, and there's going to be this cool little tandem thing. But that's theories yet to discuss. 
unless we want to get into them. On that, yeah, we'll get into that here in a sec. I want to get through this part first. Um, okay. Here's what I don't like about, like, the ship is fast as shit. Mm-hmm. And then we see the um, the dad from Kim's Convenience, is who's the rebel police officer. Yeah. Again, we see him because Mando's like, uh, let, you know, let me get my papers. And he blasts off the things fast as hell. Yeah. He likes it. Here's what I don't like. Compared to his old ship, his old ship was a gunship, right? Mm-hmm. It was meant you could live in it. Yes. You cannot do that in the N1. No. There's no bathroom. There's nowhere to eat. And being a bounty hunter. There's nowhere to store his bounties. There's nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing. So that's kind of why, I mean, that's kind of why I got a problem with this ship. Well. It's cool as hell. Unless but it's he's, not practical. Unless he's transitioning from being a bounty hunter. Which I have a feeling is one of your theories. Mm-hmm. So we move on. It was it, it that was probably one of the best episodes I've seen until the last episode. Where Mando's trying to get help. We revisit all these places. We go back and we see the sheriff from the Mandalorian. We see all sorts of cool stuff. And then all of a sudden we see this figure walking towards Freetown. You can see, you can kind of make out the hat. You can make out the hat. You when it, it's a you, Once he got a little bit closer, I knew exactly who it was. You know what that scene reminded me of? What? Remember on uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail where the two guards are standing outside the castle mm-hmm. and he's going, and it's, um, uh, which one was he? Was it John Cleese? It was he's running at, towards the castle with the sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Lancelot? I think it was Lancelot. Yeah, it was running where, where, when he was going to save. Was it Sir Robin? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Was, Sir Robin was the, the that was, one that was, was scared a Galahad. Um, I think it was Galahad. it may be Galahad, he, the castle full of horny women. No, 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 where he got the he got the note this that someone was being kept against their will in the tower. Oh, yeah. It was the and prince he's going through chopping everyone's heads off. But but when he approaches the castle and like it takes him like eight cuts before he gets there, <laughs> he's just like running and they're just like looking at him and then he's yeah. running and they're looking and at him and he's like they're like peeling an orange yes. or something. <laughs> and then he just like the next cut is like him right there. He's like, aha, and he's like hitting like everybody and killing everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love that's that what that scene movie. when we saw the figure approaching made me think of like how he's never gonna get here. I could see that. Well, when we did see him, he was my favorite bounty hunter who they brought into live action. Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. Didn't sound like Cad. He looked a little older. You gotta remember Cad is old as fuck during this though, too. Yeah, see where he would be now. I'm, I'm, I'm now. Because he was old to like, begin with. Look, love looking up these dates of birth. <laughs> you keep doing that, yeah. but yeah. so I've seen some bitching online about he looks different than he does during the Clone Wars. Yeah, he's older, and it's not going to look the same as transitioning to television live action because the Clone Wars and Rebels had exaggerated features. Look at Christopher Lee as Count Dooku. Compared yeah. to his Clone Wars character. You can't no. make him look like that, no. No. And like someone's like, his hat's too small. It's like, well, it's also got to be functional. And 
he, it was awesome. Except the one line that stood out to me that I saw the best meme ever that said, how the fuck is this guy going to tell anyone to stick their nose out of something? <laughs> mm-hmm. The joke is, if you don't know, if you're listening to this and you've never seen it, Cad Bane doesn't have a nose. No, but he's got like a mush. And sharp teeth. He's just awesome. Cad Bane's awesome. I love Cad Bane. It's, uh, and he ends up shooting the sheriff who was trying to rally them, but I think it had the opposite effect because I think now the t- town's going to rally. Yeah. Did find out the sheriff didn't die. He's just wounded. Badly. Yeah, well, I could t- he shot him in the shoulder. Yeah. He didn't want to kill the sheriff because the sheriff, he needed somebody to relate. He killed the, the deputy. Yeah. Yeah, he actually, he did shoot he the did. sheriff and, and he, he did, did kill the deputy. Kill the deputy. Yeah. It's, this uh, is the way. He is pretty old. So he, Cad Bane was born in. I don't know uh, how long they're 62 before the Battle of Yavin. So that puts him, he's a Duros. Yeah. I don't know how long Duros live. Mm. Oh, listen to this. Okay. So he, he's kind of paler now right right um when their species reaches old age their skin would turn pale and the outside of their mouth would turn dark purple so he's going to get paler as he gets older how long do they live hmm you keep going i'm I'm down a rabbit hole now so (laughs) cad bane showed up it we're I think we're gearing up for a, a really epic fight because Cad Bane is probably one of the best notorious Jedi killers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he fought him with guns and he's just smart. He's cunning. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Cad Bane's one of my favorites. So I'm very interested to see where they're going to take that. Um, we see Luke with Grogu, which I found out Luke was not a CG that was an actual actor who looks like what? Mark what? Yeah. I thought they did the deep fake stuff. I did that too. No, that's actually a real actor. Wait a minute. Are you sure? And they didn't do like the face? No, it's a real actor. <laughs> like that. Well, and it was cool because it was, he had Grogu on his back. It was reminiscent of, um, Empire Strikes Back. But Mark Hamill is still credited as... The voice. Is he credited as the voice? I think so. But it's actually an actor. You hear me typing away furiously. You're fine. You're fine. But no, I I saw an article with that because I thought it was, and I was like, son of a bitch. Um, Screen rant will tell me. He was going around with Grogu on his back and he was showing him how to use the force. Um, it was really interesting in this whole training. He was jumping up and down and Mando goes to see Grogu. And who does he meet? You remember? I was still reading. I didn't even okay. know what okay. it, was, it was Ahsoka. He met Ahsoka. Yes. Then Ahsoka, you know, basically tells Mando, if he becomes a Jedi, he might be a Padawan now. He has to lose all attachments. Do you think he's going to want to leave you or constantly come to you? 
when he needs to be training to protect himself. And so Mando decides to give Ahsoka the chainmail and says, here, here you go. This is for him. And he leaves and Grogu notices him leaving. Grogu's actually getting pretty good with the force. He learned how to force jump and other stuff. Luke's teaching him really important part. Luke says, Luke puts the chainmail on one side and then a lightsaber on the other. He said, this is a lightsaber. This one belonged to Master Yoda. Here's the problem. You can only choose one path. You can choose the path of the Mandalore or you can choose to be a Jedi. A minute to you is a lifetime or a short time to you is a lifetime to everyone else because Yoda species is so long lived. And so that's a big thing. We know if we go with canon in the comics and the movies, because Luke told Grogu, you know, I'm building my Jedi school here. This would be, you would be my first pupil. We know from canon, Ben Solo, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, was Luke's first student. He said, I was the first and the rest followed after me. But we also know that Disney loves to rewrite canon. Hold on, let's 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 back up for just a second. Uh, I'm trying to remember who said did was it Kylo? Was it Ben that said he was the first, or did Luke say Ben was his first? He it was Kylo. If you go by the comics, so he he may not have known about Grogu. That he might that not could know. Be, that could be their out. Yeah, I mean, and we like I said, Disney loves to rewrite canon. Yeah, well, especially if it's from the comics. If it's not on the screen with Disney then they don't they they'll change it they can change it for the screen like this right. is unless it's unless it's visually like they've produced it and it's been shown out there it's not canon yet and i think in their eyes i think it's worked really hard to right to so get that from we see that that was really cool another part i really loved which a lot of people didn't realize is this showed that ahsoka and luke knew each other she even goes you are just like your father when Luke said something, it was just really cool to find out that they knew each other. Yeah. And then when she left, when she goes, may the force be with you. Like I got goosebumps. It was awesome. And that's where we are today. So right. where do you think we're going? Or do you have something else? There's no, no, I think I'm good on recap. There's a lot of, I, I've been thinking about this series a lot and a lot of things that could come from it. Um, and I think it all boils down to what we just saw. I had mm -hmm. something on my monitor there. Um, in this last the force. In that last episode. So let's, um, we'll come back. Let's, let's start with Mando and Boba. Okay. I had okay. just a, a wild random thought. And I've told you about this, but we're going to talk about it for the show now. Right. That like okay, we're seeing we're seeing Mandalorian, we're seeing Jin Jarn a lot in this. Like right. he's like he's taken over the last two episodes pretty much for for a big portion of those. Boba's getting old. He's beat up, he's beat down, he's having a change of heart in a way. Like he's yeah, he's the crime boss, but he he's now he's went from you know, he he was a bad guy. Now he's he's not so bad guy. He's wanting to keep not spice so off, guy. keep spice off the planet. 
he's yeah he's still kind of strong arming for uh, protection money here and there but he's i haven't seen really any nefarious motives behind anything he's doing yet right but he is getting older and he's injured i think we have a potential dread pirate roberts situation coming up okay mm-hmm. so i'm with you the uh the dread pirate robert princess bride best movies of all time Agreed. Uh, when wesley catches up with buttercup and he's you know, he got the mask on and she, you know, she thought that Wesley was killed by the Dread Pirate Roberts. He confides to her that he was captured by the Dread Pirate Roberts, which everybody knew was this terrible pirate. He was ready to retire, Dread Pirate Roberts. So he let Wesley take over the helm as Dread Pirate Roberts, slowly introduced him, and then he took over. And said it's been done several times over and over again. Right. What, what I think we could see, just because of what they wear, well, I don't know, maybe... Now that I think about it for a second, we may not be able to do this. But potentially Mando could take over. He could pass the helm on of Boba, of the the legend of Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, where he could take over. But Boba's been seen without his helmet several times throughout the city now. Now I think Mm -hmm. about it, that that pokes some holes in my theory. Unless Mando never removes, like he gets Boba's armor and then he never takes it off in front of people. But I can see, or maybe he just passes the torch onto him as he gets older and lets Mando do that thing. That's that's that theory that may or may not work. But now that I thought about the Boba's been seen without his helmet, that doesn't do any good. <laughs> well, it was a good theory. It was. It was. I discredited my own sound. theory. Well, I hope that we see I hope we see Omega, his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, because we haven't heard anything that she died, so I'm really hoping that we see Omega. I'm hoping we actually see her in the next two episodes. Yeah. Um. So, the same day that what, what episode... if they just <laughs> what if they just take like this blonde wig and they just stick it on Tamara Morrison and then he cameo <laughs> and then he goes around and he goes Raka. <laughs> Heck. Heck. Oh God. Raka. Okay, that'd be awesome. I'd want to see that. I would actually watch that. That would be funny as shit. The run spice. It would be it would be Boba Fett's drag race. Oh, son of a bitch. That made me laugh. Boba Fett's drag race. Um, I don't think we'll see her personally. I, I don't think we will either, but I'm hoping we will. Yeah. I think I'd if love we... to see her. Because what that will do, if if we see her, then that's going to show that she totally survives anything that's coming up on Bad Batch. Right. But I, I don't think we'll see her until we get something in Bad Batch that makes uh, definitive that she has lived a longer life than whatever that run of that series is going to be. Well, here is one reason why I'm holding on to this. The same day that this episode came out Wednesday, mm-hmm. the new Marvel comic came out with... Um, Oh, what was her name? Um, Amelia Clark's character, Kara. Yeah. It's about her, and she finds this girl who everyone suspects is Omega. Came out the exact same day, and they're saying somehow this, this story is going to tie into the Book of Boba Fett story. 
are they thinking that maybe she'll play Omega? I, no, I, I, I don't. I don't know any other than that. But somehow the the girl that they said that Kira Kira found mm-hmm. is supposedly Omega. That was in so the comic. I hope, yeah, it was in the comic. Okay. So I'm kind of hoping that we see. I can never pronounce her name. Doctor Apra Afra. I'm hoping we see Omega. I'm hoping that Boba becomes the true crime lord, the boss. Yeah. Um, because he's got the rancor. And I hope, you know, I want him to build this power because then it's a spot for Mando to go back to when he needs help or stuff. You know, it's kind of like a base of operations. Yeah. I think a lot of that's going to depend on how long they want to run these series. And yeah. they just want to do a couple of seasons, which is understandable. And I like, I hope they don't run this shit into the ground. You know, I don't want to see season 17 of the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want, I, I want to get that stuff wrapped up and tight because I, you know, I just think back to the, it, you get burnt out on it when there's right. too much that goes back to what I was talking about earlier. And then some other shows like I haven't, I'm, I'm so far behind on The Walking Dead because I got burnt out because it was just so much. Let's wrap up the story. But that's just me. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't want them to pound it into the ground. And I don't know where they're going to go because today they announced that they've already renewed season two of um, what's the one with Cassius? Uh the one from um, Diego Luna's character, Cassius, from, or Cassian, from, um, why can't I think of anything today? It's oh. one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Our brains are broke. They really are. They announced season two already ahead of the premiere of season one. Oh, okay. Hold on here. See all you know what I'm talking about. Um, we've got okay, we got Book of Boba Fett, Andor, Andor. They've Uh announced season two of Andor already. So this year, okay, since we're still early in the year, before we get to our the other theories Mm -hmm. about what we got coming out, we got Andor coming out. We have the uh, there's an Obi Wan Kenobi show, which is going to be awesome. Bad Batch season two Mm -hmm. in March. Ewan McGregor is going to come back in that. Hayden Christensen has been confirmed return as Vader in that. So that's yes, gonna cool. which is going to be awesome. Mando season three, Rogue Squad, Squadron, The Soka Show, I Rangers think, of the New Republic. I think Rogue and um, Raiders of the New Republic have both been put on hold indefinitely. Uh, yeah, they're all they're they're to be determined. Um, Lando to be determined because Gina Carano was supposed to lead the Rangers of the New Republic. Oh yeah. Uh, the Acolyte, um, a mystery th- thriller, um, a droid story is supposed to be animated, and then a new movie. So, okay, I mean, let's talk about anyway. this other one. Bryce Dallas Howard directed the last episode, or the episode before that five, I think, was the Mandalorian episode. She directed five or six. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Let's give her a damn movie already. Yeah. God, it was 
the ones, every one she's touched, it shows she understands the source material. Yeah. So give her a movie. She understands it. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Yes. I also loved her in Jurassic World. So I love her. I just love her in general. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's. I I don't know exactly where they're gonna go with this right now and what part it's going to play in the bigger universe. I think it's going to end up having ramifications though in Mandalorian. Yeah. And possibly in the Ahsoka show. Yeah. I think they've got the right people to lean on to do these type of big arcing interconnected stories. Well, with Marvel being a part of Disney now. Right, because Marvel does it well, Marvel a totally different well. style. But I think that's that's what we're going to start seeing. And if they can do it as good as Marvel does it, then I'll be okay. If they can, if they can, we'll it's, see. Mm-hmm. Let's try try to strike gold twice, and they're sitting on diamonds right now with Star Wars. So, yeah. And this is what I'd like to hear from our listeners. Where do you all think it's going? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Got a poop? No, I was just thinking that before we get to wrap up point, we got to talk about Grogu. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Let's start that then. Yep, we'll talk about Grogu, and because we went for a while, and so let's let's talk about his two choices really quick. Um, basically, he's going to choose the saber or the armor, mm-hmm. the chainmail, right? The Jedi yeah. or the Mandalore? Path of Jedi the Mandalore. or the Mandalore? And so I was talking with my daughter about this after. She's like, "What do you think he's going to choose?" And like, it's really hard to tell. I think if he chooses the saber, then he's likely going to die at some point because we hear no talk of him through, you know, episode seven and eight, especially with eight with Luke claiming to be, or, you know, basically staying like he's the last, last of the Jedi. Right. So either he takes the lightsaber and something happens and he dies or he doesn't complete his training, which could lead to him. We could have a, a Darth Grogu? What would he be? Like, if he went bad. If Grogu goes bad, it could be one of the coolest things ever. People Grogu. would be pissed. They would be pissed. It'd be Grogu. It'd be so cool. Or, you know, he goes the path of Manda- Mandalorian, and then mm. he goes on that way with it, and he lives. Oh, we forgot but- something important with Grogu, too. Mm. We got a flashback to o- Order 66 and how he got saved. Was he hiding? What was he? No, he was in plain sight. There was three. There was three unnamed Jedi that were there, and they all fell. You know, you yeah. saw the clone shoot troopers going. If you look very closely on the right wall, I I had to double check on her name because I couldn't remember it. But the symbol on it could just it could be nothing, or it could be you know, Disney and Marvel always do something intentionally. Yeah. Um. It was Barris Ophi's symbol on the wall. She was the Jedi traitor that tried to kill Ahsoka in the Clone Wars. Okay. She was the Padawan of um, Luminaria. And she ended up being evil, but, you know, she might have seen what happened and decided to save Grogu because they panned out. It went black after the three Jedi fell. Could be something big. 
Could be. We could see another possible fallen Jedi. So he was definitely, well, as soon as, you know, uh, was, well, I'm looking at Looper right here, confirms that he was at the te- temple. Mm-hmm. So who helps him escape the temple? That's the, that's the big question. That's the big question. You know, there's a theory that, you know, Mace Windu may have helped somehow. Right. Or, you know, all these different things. But mm, I guess we'll find out in the next couple episodes, hopefully. I hope so. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Did we hit it on the head? Do you guys think that think something different? What do you guys think we should do? I'm really curious. I mean, there's there's so many paths that they can go with on it that and I think they can go down any of those paths as long as mm-hmm. they make them interesting enough. And I think they have the capability to do that. I do too. I do oh, yeah. too. Let's talk about it. Find out. Join the Discord. Join us. Tell us what we got wrong. The Discord. That is the way. Yeah. To the, that is the way below. Below. The Discord. This is the way. This is the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a fun one. And we got to wear our Mandalorian helmets. Mm-hmm. Virtually. You know what? I'll take it. Yep. Yep. So yeah, if you guys are just listening, check out the YouTube. At least briefly. At least briefly. Well, this We're pretty might happy be a with these. picture. I might not even Photoshop a picture. because I don't think we'd have enough. to. So. But yeah. So. What do you guys think? Give us a ring a ding ding. Mm-hmm. All boo boo here. So, with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerdum and the Book of Boba Fett. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Wherever you guys are, uh, please have a great night, evening, whatever it is. And uh, just please try to uh, be good to each other. That is the way. That is the way. See ya. See ya! Nerdfolk rise up It could get elevated Nerdfolk rise up It could get elevated Nerdcore used to be just a made up word